Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's Friday night at whatever time the show airs. It must be pre-flight. <laughs> what time does pre-flight start? Nine? Eight? Who knows? Eight. Anybody in there know? Seven or eight? Eight. Eight feels eight. right. We're just going with eight. Happy eight o'clock. Pre-flight. <coughs> Today we're going to be talking about, I forgot to look to see where it is on the list, but it's say 14. Uh, I think it's actually 16. Good. Pretty good. Super Dimension Fortress Macros. Do you remember Love? Quite possibly the longest title in anime History, but quite a fine film. I would say top 16 in the all time, maybe. Uh, and then we're going to talk some of our favorite ships or vessels. We had to get extra specific to keep all the yuckety yuck. Yeah, all the shippers. <laughs> um, but we'll probably do favorite ships as At our some point. next yeah. week's so topic. You guys, so tune don't in worry. for that one, don't too. Don't worry. Yeah, you'll get your chance. Uh, and then we got a bunch of spots and some info to give you, some changes. Do we have some info? It's me. Yeah, the Attack on Titan is a little strange. Uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But okay. I don't want to spoil it. Okay. Let's get into it. All right. You ready? Let's do it, yeah. I'm excited. Macros. <laughs> I'm real excited. Do you remember love? I do remember love. Uh, so, Macross has a complicated history. Yeah. In the Settle US. in. This is going to take 45. Uh. This is going to be the entire show is just explaining <laughs> the production history of Macross. So, Macross was... Um, a big hit in Japan. It was a TV series before this movie. Um, it was uh, the plot of the movie and the TV series are the same. However, in the U.S., you guys might know this as Robotech. Because, I certainly did because in the U.S., we uh, have to fuck everything. They acquired the rights to this series and two other totally unrelated series. This is a really com- impressive and combine them into they rewrote them and combined them into one long series that spanned multiple generations. So what they retconned the other two series as further generations of this same struggle. Yeah. I've never understood who and why they thought this was an easier plan. They they needed a certain number of episodes to get to um uh cable um Affiliates? Syndication. They needed a certain number of episodes to get to syndication, and they needed it to be on the air long enough for a toy line to roll out. And The toy line makes sense, but like, like you wouldn't get to was, syndication. The whole thing was based on Star Wars. Right. Basically, after Star Wars in the U.S. Everything happened changed. in the late 70s, everybody was looking for space, space stuff, anything, anything they could find. And that included anime like uh, Battle of the Planets. And that dude, that dude at Fox was looking for a new job after he signed away the toy rights. And Force 5, which was all the giant robot shows, and Space Coteers, and then uh, Star Blazers, and then finally Macross, or as it became known in the U.S., Robotech. Now, Harmony Gold, who is the company that 
Bless did this, made some kind of ultimate devil deal with these guys, where as long as they, they, they just hold the rights forever. So in the U.S., if you want to watch anything Macross related, you can only get it via Harmony Gold's license. And Harmony Gold wants to keep it as Robotech because they want because that shit is Harmony Gold. They want to make a Robotech movie or whatever. So Macross is not available in the U.S. Um, like it should be because in the, in Japan it's a it was a huge hit movie when it came out in the eighties. It is considered a classic. It is a classic, and it should be available here remastered, and you can get it in Japan, but you can't get it here. Um, thanks, Harmony Gold. Excellent lawyering yeah. on Harmony Gold. Yeah. Perhaps the and, only company who foresaw the yeah. future. And that's not likely to change because Harmony Gold and the original Robotech production companies evidently hate each other and don't want to work together. So, all that aside, Macross Do You Remember Love is, is also weird on another level because the show creator decided to basically retell the basic story of the Macross series in a two and a half hour movie, but change things however he wanted. So he basically looked at it as, I've yeah. got this huge budget, I'm going to just hit the highlights it's that I hit kind in the of, show. Yeah, it's sort of the director's cut of the series yeah. and a little weirder. Yeah, and then he changes it. So, the basic plot is, the Earth are being the Earth is being invaded by these giant aliens... And the Zentradi. The Zentradi. And the uh, Earth Defense Forces make a special ship, the SDF 1, the Super Dimension Fortress Macross, which can battle these alien ships. So it's very similar to, in some ways, Star Blazers, because they've got this old ship that's been retrofitted, right. that's fixed up, goes into space. So there are also these pilots who fly these Veritech fighters, which are. They're sort of like jets that can fly in space, but they can also transform. So they're transforming jets. So you got a little transformers in there. And then there's a love triangle between the main characters who are uh, uh, a pilot, uh, a captain on the ship, or a, a lieutenant, and then Lin Min Mei, who is a pop idol. So there's like a love story between these three. And believe it or not, the whole plot hinges on Lin Min Mei's ability to make. The Zentradi aliens feel the power of love through her singing. Yeah, that's, that's the ultimate weapon. That is the ultimate weapon. The Zentradi don't, they're like Vulcans. They don't understand emotions and they don't really feel emotions and they think humans are weak because of our emotions. And Lin Min May's pop music makes them suddenly feel emotions <laughs> and it leads to uh, us, it leads to ultimate victory on our part. <laughs> So it's totally insane. Then on top of all of that, the movie was a huge hit, but the movie is simply a retelling that kind of ends with like, we won the end. So what they what they did then was the creator went back and when he had to tell more Macross stories, he decided to retcon this movie as a fictional fictionalized version of inside the real the events world. inside the world. So this is like if they made a movie of what really happened this is the Hollywood version of the Macross event. So in the later Macross stuff, they were they actually referenced this movie because in Macross, it's a fictionalized version of what really happened. Yeah, so, like if we were in an alien war so, and you'd made Independence yeah. Day, but you really were fighting the yeah. war. So all of that is the backstory. Uh, but ultimately, it's a really beautifully animated, beautifully designed 
uh, movie about aliens fighting humans and then succumbing to the power of love. So let's look at why you should give a shit about this. It's, I've got a couple clips. The first is just a fight, so you can just see how gorgeous the fight animation is. So check this out. So some good. The moral of the story there is: do not tell jokes when you're launching a Veritech attack. <laughs> you're going to get, get fucking played. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, some great uh, action sequences. I love the jets when they have feet. When they use, them I had to, the like, skate along on the water. Veritech fighter toy, and that's all my brother and I would do is just just do the feet, feet plane. Yeah, I have uh, a white one currently in my office. Um, and then uh, here is an amazing so. There's a big love triangle between uh, Hikaru and uh, what do they call her? I uh, see this show is tough for me because I always remember their names yeah. in the U.S. version. So between Rick Hunter and, and Lisa, and uh, so Lin, in, but in the, she's called Misa. Misa. Yeah. So uh, between Hikaru, who's the main character, and Misa, and then Hikaru and Lin Minmei. And basically, Hikaru is always sort of longing for Misa. 
about Lynn Minmay, who's this hugely famous pop idol. It's like if Taylor Swift was in love with a army pilot, is how they play it, and could also she, save the world. Yeah, she's all she's in love with this pilot. Hikaru. So this is a mall excursion that they go on, and I just want to show it because it's just so hilariously 80s and sort of, it's like early 80s disco era. It's the most disco space mall ever, and it makes me laugh every time. So let's check it out. Yeah, I love the little end, the way they yeah, end with him just running <laughs> the lights. The Thomas Crown <laughs> And I like the little joke Marcus. about how he wants to stop at like a hotel and have Bang sex. And she's like, oh, you, let's go eat a burger. But anyway. Uh, I think she should have signed that autograph there. It was pretty snooty. <laughs> no, I, I agree with her. She should just run away. Um, obviously a product of its time, clearly. Yes. Um, but in a good way as well as in a bad way, just because the animation is so beautiful and the designs are sort of that old school 80s style that um, I think uh, still looks gorgeous but very very dated um, so if you haven't seen it I think if you're curious about Matt Cross and you don't want to dive into 50 episodes of Robotech and you don't want to deal with all the you know Harmony the, Gold American yeah then weirdo. if you can find Matt Cross Do You Remember Love I think it's a great place to start um, and if you really like this then I think you go back and watch the series and and what really happened, since this is the fictionalized yeah. version. But of Deep course, cuts. because of this and our love for the SDF-1, which is a huge badass ship, we decided to go ahead and talk about our favorite ship slash vessels in anime. Because anime does do science fiction very well. Or, you know, they used to. They don't quite... Their science fiction isn't quite what it, as popular as it used to be in anime. Um... But there are some classic ships over the years that we figured we might as well talk about, right? I agree. So we'll start. I'll start. 
Um, so up first is obviously the the one we definitely had to talk about, and that is of course Space Battleship the Yamato. Oh, <laughs> Yamato, uh, the Yamato based on the actual battleship Yamato that was a ship in World War II that was sunk. Um, it was the biggest uh, Japanese ship in their fleet, and it was sunk. And so in the fiction of the Star Blazers Space Battleship Yamato universe, they resurrected the ship from the bottom of the sea and refitted it so that it could be a spaceship, which is a totally ridiculous and awesome and awesome idea. Especially when you are nine-year-old Gil <laughs> yeah. and watch the show all the time. So Matsumoto Leiji, um, he had a couple shows, this, Harlock, a few others, where he had ships in space, whether they were pirate ships or battleships, they were literally, he was like, I'm just going to have it be a ship, but it's in space. Done. Because space is a lot like a giant cold ocean. Um, and no one's really done that since, probably because he made such a, like, it was such such a clear imprint of his style. Um, but it is pretty awesome. And I have to say, even though it's a ridiculous idea on its face, when you start watching the show, you're just like, yeah, okay, cool. Oh, they got to turn the ship around. Like, then they turn it yeah. like a ship would in the water. Not, you know, they can do 360 and they just are always like, we got to turn, you know. It's awesome, though. Um, and then they open, it's coming out. Yeah. And the, uh, of course, the Yamato's big weapon is the wave motion gun, uh, which is a giant cannon that you can see there. The whole, uh, it is powerful enough to basically blow up a planet. And the story always hinges on them getting the wave motion gun up and running and firing it at exactly the right moment. It's sort of a deus ex machina because... As soon as they bring the wave motion gun in, it's like, well, nothing's going to be able to stand up to yeah, the wave motion but it gun. Breaks down all the yeah, time. And yeah, it's always breaking down, or they can't do it more than once, or you know, there's always some the something guys taking a leak. I like how it even has a it, it even has an anchor. <laughs> like, uh, I have a, a model of the Yamato in my office given to me by uh, the head of production IG. Uh, thank you, Mr. Ishikawa, and uh, look at it every day. So let's look at a clip. I think I have a clip of. It's really hard to find clips of Star Blazers. Um, it's hard to find all this stuff. Clips but, of any of the vessels. Turns out people like emotional scenes and people relating to each other, not just machinery yeah. in movies. I don't know why. But uh, there was a live action Yamato movie about five years ago in Japan. And like every clip online is from that. But I think I just pulled somebody cut together like a, uh, a scene of, of the battleship. So let's check that out.
almost it. So, yeah, well, it was almost over. We bailed a little early. Cool. Um, so, yeah, someone just cut together scenes of the Yamato with the uh, theme song from the show. They're great kill. Proves. Um, so then, next up is a show we only ever had the uh, we only have ever had the honor of showing. I think one episode of during during Robot Week. Yeah, and that's uh, the Nadesco or Nadesico, depending on how you want to say it. Um, so a great show, Martian successor Nadesco rolls off the table. Um, <laughs> uh, that's sort of another show about uh, people with a ship and they have aliens to fight and there are giant robots on the ship. So a familiar theme and a show that sort of jokingly pokes fun at those tropes and also embodies them yeah. in a cool way. Um, this ship, I just love the design. I just think it's a really cool design for a giant battleship that houses giant robots. Uh, it also, of course, has sort of its own wave motion gun. And then its defenses are like this sort of magnetic field. Um, you know, the kind of defenses a giant ass ship would have pretty really this one is more about just the design because you don't normally see giant ships in anime or otherwise with this sort of weird split level split design it's almost like star trek like in a in a kind of way what i think it's it's interesting um so let's check out i think i have a the opening of the show which gives you some footage of this ship show opened um great show if you haven't seen it you should check it out i wish we could have shown the whole thing on toonami maybe one day we will fingers crossed and then finally it's, this is more of a fighter than a quote ship ships are usually a little bigger but uh oh, you fucked up yeah i've cheated so uh but i i just love the ship and i have a model of it in my office and that is of course the swordfish uh spikes little That's fighter painting yeah spikes little fighter from cowboy bebop just a really cool design. Um, I love the way the cockpit looks. I love the giant cannon needle. Yeah. Uh, and it's got, you can't really see it because my big Like the foil in the back is really interesting and unusual design. So here's um, a dogfight uh, from an episode of Cowboy Bebop where the swordfish gets a little bit of screen time and you can just see 
how cool this little fighter is. そうは言ってもねやっぱり戦闘機は全部ショーに借り出されてて残ってないわな時間がないんだ何でもいいんだよ旅さえすればなんでもいいんだなパーティーにはまだ早すぎるぜ What's that series again? It seems familiar. <laughs> uh, I can only apologize to Steve Bloom. I could only find that clip in Japanese. Yeah, you really online. shined in there. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't a really VO heavy scene, so well, I think he'll be all right. I think. I think he'll be forgiven. I think he'll make it. Excellent choices. Uh, first for me is the XGP fifteen A two, the Outlaw Star from this show of the same name, Outlaw Star. Um, this is a series directed by IGPX director Mitsuru Hongo, mm-hmm. and. Uh, with Shoji Karamori uh, mecha designs. Uh, this ship, I think, looks cool for a lot of different reasons. It's As a ship, it's cool. And then when it gets into the grappling, fighting, is, I think, is really cool. 
It's a ship with big arms. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh could be a dumb idea, but they do it really well, so I think it's cool. And it's cool. It's a rocket when it's on the yeah. ground. Like it takes off and looks like a rocket. Um none of which you can find really more than four seconds of in anything. So uh here we go with the original Toonami promo, which highlights the XGP in several different forms. So here we go. Legend speaks of the galactic ley line, offering the ultimate power of the universe to those who seek its glory. That is the mystery. Utilizing the latest technology, a living starship has been built with the power to find the galactic ley line. How did you come by that ship? I must know. The enemy's weapons are attempting to force open the hatch. By twist of fate, it has fallen into the hands of an outlaw. An outlaw not in the habit of listening to warnings. An outlaw named Gene Starwood. This is my last shell. You want to taste it? His life is about to change. You must feel Gene Starwood's fate in life. Together with his crew of bounty hunters, he'll take to the stars. Outlaw Star. Weeknights at twelve thirty. Time to roll the dice. Very Dennis-friendly script. Great promo. Um, and then uh, up next is I really like most of the ships in Gunbuster, the Top Gun-inspired OVA. Um, but I picked the Excellion uh, because I like the fact that. It's it's not the biggest ship. There's the um, I always want to say Elithium Eltrium is the, the biggest the, one. The and big it's end. like seventeen kilometers long or something. Uh, this is only seven, so it's the runt of the fleet. Um, but spoiler: if you haven't seen Gunbuster, they blow the ship up and turn it into a black hole and win the battle with it. So it <laughs> goes out like a soldier. And there's a cool space fold scene that we can check out in a minute. Um, but Gunbuster is from the late 80s, and uh, they have a really technical term for what they're fighting, and it's space monsters. <laughs> um, but this, if you haven't seen Gunbuster, it's a really cool OVA, and uh, I do feel like that I wish we could go back to that era of amazing spaceship anime. Yeah. I feel like the world's moved on. and The world has moved on. Evidently, we have Sadder place. We haven't. But- yeah. But the world has. Um, so there's a reason why we're picking all late 80s and early 80s uh, yep. anime for the heyday. Um, so here's the scene of uh, not of it blowing up, but the Exelian kicking ass. Gunbuster. <laughs> あれを使うこともなく無事地球へ帰りたいものだな。ま、期待しとるよ。恐縮です。
The end. Just kidding. You can't find any Gunbuster fights. All it is is that warp. <laughs> you it's can get the anime. Warp. It's on Blu-ray. Yeah. Remastered and everything. But it's um, hard to find online. Yeah. But if you want a two-minute clip, you're fucked. Uh, and last for me, just because it really is such a great show and so many amazing ships, I picked a ship from Cowboy Bebop, not just uh, a plane, but it's a good try. Well, you were part. mad at me for picking the Swordfish, so I think you would have picked well, it if just, you could have. Yeah. Just, so front on just fronting um but that's the bebop <laughs> uh the it's a ship it's you know it's cool it's fine you live in it uh this <laughs> is a 12 hour clip of the ambient sound that the bebop makes we're gonna play so it for we're hours. gonna check it out in so its entirety come back at eight in the morning we'll see you bye Is that really the only clip you could find? Mm-hmm. That was more than a second and a half. Yeah. Cool. I like ambient ship noises. There's anytime I find one on YouTube, I'm like, I could listen to that for 12 hours. Yeah, and we just a, did. I have a playlist. Yeah. So those are some of our favorite ships and planes from anime. Uh, let's check out Adult Swim Facebook and see what vessels they chose. Bebop, oh yeah. Outlaw Star, the Aloha Oi. The Arcadia and the guitar, ship. the guitar ship. That's pretty cool, yeah. though. That is a pretty cool ship. I didn't even think of it. Yeah, me neither. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Again, it's Matsumoto Leiji. Uh, so let's see what the Toonami uh, fans have chosen. All Star number one, Swordfish. Oh, yeah. White Base. I almost chose White Base, but I always talk about Gundam, the Aloha Oi, and of course, CBS 70, Tola Superstation. <laughs> Uh, all great picks. Favorite CBS affiliate. All great picks. Thank you for um, letting us know what your faves are. And now, Gil, would you like to take us through all the exciting things that we're about to show? So for... Just uh, say a sneak peek five times till the graphic goes away. Sneak peek, sneak peek, sneak peek, sneak peek. I can't. Yeah, I only got yeah, four. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, this is My Hero Academia episode 16 at its second week's new time of... 10 p.m. Hopefully you're making the adjustment and enjoying the ride. Uh, And here we are. On the next all-new episode of My Hero Academia. Our players are racing against each other in a vicious battle where anything goes, so long as they stay on the track. Watch it. No way am I letting Todoroki beat me. Faster. I can do this. If they want to pass this test, they'll have to get creative. When did they even have time to build something like this? My Hero Academia, Saturday at 10. Sit back and enjoy the show! Only Toonami on Adult Swim. No matter what day we record the show, it seems like I'm always sent the next week's topicals to approve right before. And every time one plays, I'm like, oh, that's not the wrong one. But we're showing it for this week's episode. So I'm the dumb one. Uh, I next. agree with the last part. Goodbye. What, you're uh, going to leave? <laughs> well, I was going to, but we're almost done. Uh, Dragon Ball Super, episode 77, holding it down at 10.30 still. Uh, and this is this week's episode, which I only remember what next week's episode is. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this is. On the next all-new episode of Dragon Ball Super. The Omni King is a pure, noble being. That purity has a terrifying side as well. 
to nullify a universe in an instant. Stay as far away from the Omni King as you can! What's the big deal? It's just a friendly tournament, and it was all his idea! Dragon Ball Super, this Saturday at 10.30. I've become too lax with you, like a master who doesn't train his pet and then has to put the poor thing down. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. I feel like you could just train your pet and you wouldn't have to Uh-oh. put him down. It yeah. seems like a harsh reality. Uh, and next is Pop Team Epic Episode 9, uh, Saturday night at midnight. And uh, it's a little, just a little moment from Pop Team Epic. On the next all-new episode of Pop Team Epic. Where are those rotten what? punk kittens? Team Epic, Saturday at midnight. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. <laughs> you like Ghostbusters? I do. I like busting ghosts makes me feel good. Um, and this week only, because next week is a My Hero Marathon, uh, we're going to replay the first premiere episode of Season 3 at 11, and then the new episode of Attack on Titan is going to be at 11.30. And this promo is going to take that information and spread it out over 30 seconds. Enjoy. If you missed the premiere of Season 3, check it out Saturday at 11. And for this week only, get ready for an all-new episode of Attack on Titan, premiering at 11.30. The scouts dig in against their new threat. But what happens when they've got to fight more than just Titans? It's a special hour block of Attack on Titan, Saturday from 11 to 12. Out of the frying pan and into the fire. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. What's going to happen? I don't know. Tune in to watch. And finally uh, is our trailer, which I believe we're premiering here for the first time. I don't know. For uh, Uh, Blue Alternative. Thought we had already released the long form trailer. If you haven't seen it, it's new to you. We're excited about it. I'm excited. Here we go. How can they expect any of us to know exactly what we want to do with our lives by now anyway? Let's be real. We've only been alive 17 years. How do we know? You get all this? These are amazing. Come on. Getting ready to dance, girls. Yeah! Do I look grown up? Isn't that bad? Did you see this? Kijini? Oh my god, you're a celebrity! Oh no! College planning sheets. Make sure you guys turn them in this week. I totally forgot about that. You can always just stay in high school forever. I wish something cool like a talking cat would appear. She would give me like a magical wand. Light her up! Let me guess. Uh, you 17? <laughs> Ready or not? You're all tangled up like in a knot, huh? That can't be good. It's like a kaiju movie. You're all muddled in the head. Is that Kijiri? They kissed. Bet you're thinking today will be like yesterday, yesterday like the day before yesterday, and so on and so on. I can't deal! Seventeen has arrived. Life can't wait forever. Just like your fragile teenage dreams. Slightly different. Mm-hmm. Hope you Exciting. like it. Exciting. I don't. I don't. That's it. We don't have you were supposed to do a thing, but you didn't. So now we're done. Too busy. Too 
too much shit going on. Yeah. Speaking of which, we're out of here. We are out of here. We'll see you next week. I don't know what we're talking about, but something. I agree with that. (laughs) See you next week. Bye. Tsunami, now every Saturday night from 10 to 4. 